Blog Talk Radio. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hey. Live from the Larry King Memorial Studios, high atop IWS World Media Entertainment Headquarters, it's IWS Radio. Featuring Jamie Maple Leaf and IWS players with special guest star, Schmoog. And now, straight from the bar, your hosts, Matt Man and J-Man. Mwah. Cheers, greetings, and welcome to IWS Radio. This is the Matt Man coming to you live from the palatial digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. And sitting next to me, as always, a man who has been arrested repeatedly for adjusting his beat frequency oscillator in public, the J-Man, bitches. I love to go to sleep while listening to the radio. That's why I listen to so much IWS radio. Nobody puts me to sleep faster than J-Man. That's that. Wait a minute. Was that a, was that a compliment? I don't think it I was. I think so. Just, we'll just go with that, oh. man. Okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it's your dulcet tones that put her to sleep. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, and hola, and welcome everyone. <laughs> this is the J Man, palatial, uh, luxurious studios at the palatial estates. <laughs> Here in Redneckville, Arkansas. I've only been doing this for seven years. The intro's hard <laughs> to remember. Uh-huh. You, you want to just that, start man? over? We could just start over if you want. No. no I think we'll just, let's just roll with it. Let's just power through. Let's just power through it right here. Just like live radio used to be back in the day, J-Man. Exactly. Oh, I'm doing okay. The right. sun's out for once. Miserable day yesterday, but the sun's out. A little cold here, but sunny nonetheless. And I'll take that. <sighs> Same here. Same here. We got the sun, but it's a cold one. It's it's in the 20s, 30s, what have you. <laughs> Pretty chilly. wasn't too bad yesterday. It was in the 40s, but it felt good because of the sun, you know. Put on a light jacket out there. Oh, good. Wandering around. I was in the wind tunnel, a.k.a. the beer mine yesterday, 11 to 8. It was yeah. cloudy. It was squally. We had snow squalls. We had rain. Oh, dear. The 30, yeah, yeah, the 30-mile-an-hour winds were getting sucked right through there. I had to strap the chips in. Oh, God, it was cold. <laughs> brutal. Just brutal. No, no. I don't know how you survive it. Well, yeah. Hell, Friday I went in. I worked uh, till eight on Friday, and I was in a t-shirt and shorts, and then that. Yeah. Yeah. So wonder we we don't all have pneumonia, even though that's not really how you catch pneumonia. But yeah, I heard. Oh my God, (laughs) I I don't know how many times I heard that yesterday. 
ah, it's hot, it's cold. <laughs> oh, everyone will be getting sick. Eh, whatever. It has nothing to do with that, you moron. Quit <laughs> 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 believing everything you read on the Internet, you morons. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anything exciting happen this week? Well, I'll tell you what. I told you it was. It's been a boring week, and it was boring at the beer mine. And then yesterday, Jay, man, had a little incident about five thirty. Starting to get in the good mood mm-hmm. because I know I only get, I only got two and a half hours of this cold, drab crap. Five thirty. This lady pulls in. I walk out, and it's cold. It's windy. She's on her phone, which is the first thing (laughs) after standing there for about 15 seconds she says could i get a pack of marlboro special blend 100s i said sure step in get them hand them to her she's still talking on the phone then she says after a pause of her important phone call of course oh could i get a mountain dew too please sure So I walk back to the Mountain Dew cooler, which is clear in the back, and I get that four. Then I walk back up through the wind. The wind's just smacking me on the face. Here you go. Ooh, could I also get a Code Red Mountain Dew? I got to walk clear back there and get a Code Red now, because she didn't know that initially when she got her regular Mountain Dew. Right. So I rang that up. I said, will that be it? She said, yes, and gave me, I forget what it was, but she gave me a 50, and she said, can I get that back in all tens? (laughs) (laughs) You know, Jamie, I happened to be out of tens at that point. Even though I had about 15 in my drawer, I think I was out right then. Nope, no yep, tens. Yep. You got any fives? Nope, I'm low on fives too, honey. <sighs> Sorry about that. Here you go. Yep. Get the hell out of here. There you go. Tough break. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the beer mine bank was running low on tens. Yeah. <laughs> and who carries a $50 bill around? Stop with that. They're just loaded here in Bagline, Jay, man. Really? Sure. I don't know, man. They must be selling. Uh, they must be selling <laughs> things of meth at fifty dollars a time. Well, I was going to say she probably had a productive <laughs> meth factory. That's kind of funny that you mentioned that. <laughs> yep. Yep. Got you a little, so. got you a little meth dealer out there. We sell them in twenties and fifties. Get you a fifty dollar. That's your best value right there. Fifty dollar meth. Yeah. Yeah. Meth bag. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I really didn't say anything obnoxious or sarcastic to her. I just said, nope, don't have any. I should have said, no tins for you. That's what I said. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So she got two twins right. in her chain. She sped off. She floored it, too. Uh-huh. Laid some rubber. Yeah, she was mad at the non-change-giving man. Uh-huh. You know why she yeah. was mad? 
Why is that? Because the meth guys actually sell it in blocks of ten dollars. <laughs> exactly. <bags. laughs> yeah. Exactly. And it messes them up to give them two fives. Like, bitch, what's a two five? <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what. We actually do get that once in a while. Hey, can I get that back in fives? Yeah. Uh, just getting a little high today, are you? <laughs> <laughs> now, see, I need tens. You give me fives, my roll get too big. <laughs> Can't hold on to it, man. It takes longer to count through the count at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I had one. I I had one of our uh, Mexican clientele come through yesterday, and they're good at this. I've mentioned this before. He wanted a twelve pack Corona, pack of Marlboro Red, bag of Grippo. How much that? They always do that. Like I know <laughs> it off the top of my head. I don't know. <laughs> Relax. Friendly American. Not going to rip you off. <laughs> non trump supporter here. Settle down. Exactly. And they say it angrily. How much that? Oh, boy. Yeah, they used to do that when I worked at the uh, pizza joint back in the day. They'd order something. How much is that going to be? I'm like, ah, I'm just the order taker. I don't know. <laughs> God. Can we check I got this two out? other lines blinking at me. I got two other <laughs> lines blinking at me, for God's sakes. <laughs> You're going to write a check anyway, right? <laughs> so settle <laughs> down. <laughs> And then I had one couple. This couple, they looked like they were 16 and 17 at best. They wanted a bottle of Boone's Farm and some wine coolers, J-Man. Yeah, that's the other giveaway too, right? (laughs) Exactly. And neither of them had an ID. So the the little love couple wanted to do a little Bristol Palin wine cooler drinking thing. Had to go back where they came from. Yeah. Anytime somebody asks for wine coolers, pretty much guaranteed you're gonna to have to ask for their ID. Uh-huh. So, other than that, it was really it was kind of boring. At the beer, you mine. know the the plot twist. The plot twist with that couple is the wine coolers were for the guy, and the Boone's Farm was for the chick. names were probably Bryce and Amber. That's what I'm yeah. uh-huh. cute, cute little couple. Cute little couple from the suburbs. Yeah, just going to have to do it sober, driving guys. Over. Get over it. It'll be okay. Driving on, driving over to the east side where nobody will know them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it was so cold and whatnot yesterday, J-Man. I closed early. I closed two minutes early. I showed these people. Yeah, that's... Be a man about it. (laughs) And then I came home ready to prepare for the show, and I was falling fast by 10.30 and went to bed and had to wake up (laughs) 
<laughs> I tore myself. Did it work? Did the wake up call work? Yeah, and it's a. Um, I evidently got the same wake online wake up call. I, I should have written down the name of it, ladies and gentlemen. If you ever need a wake up call, just go to Google and type in online wake up call. Because they give you a funny message, this one I use. It was about a butler walking down the street chasing a dog yeah. or something. It's what I used when yeah. Snoop was you know, in we the used hospital. Have, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, 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 we used to have a uh, IWS radio wake-up service, remember? <laughs> wakey, wakey, wakey. Oh, God, I should have uploaded that. Yep. Wakey, yeah. wakey. <laughs> and then I asked for people on Facebook to call me if they could, if the wake-up call didn't come through. One person said she would, Janica, my buddy Janica. Never called me, J-Man. Uh-huh. Probably still asleep. Yeah. Then I had two others who asked me if that was my real number, which was very hurtful, the number I posted. <laughs> like I would lie about something like this. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Like they're going to get up early and call that number to be a phone sex line or something. <laughs> exactly. It was actually my number. But oh, no, no. yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But fortunately, the online call came through. Got me up at uh, 627. They called three minutes early. I'll oh. have to talk to them about that. Hey, yeah. hey. Well, better than 630, not 627, <laughs> pal. Better than three minutes late, though. I mean, if they'd been three minutes late, oof. Oh, yeah, I, I would have really been. Three minutes on, on schedule all day. Oh, God, you're, you are so correct. I retract <laughs> that statement. They did a fine job. And yeah. you, J-Man, how was Better your than, week? Oh, you know, I'm doing okay. My uh, my stigmatism's acting up a little this morning. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll do that when a cold front's coming through, Jay. Man, it's just like the knee. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> the the low pressure <laughs> out there gets it going. Yeah, had the old uh, the old eye appointment this week. Our loyal listeners, if we have any out there, <laughs> we'll remember last week. I uh, failed the vision part of my driver's test. And so I had to go to the eye doctor, and I went on Wednesday and uh, found out that I have astigmatism in my left eye. So when he told me that, I, of course, went with the the old standby, well, at least I know what I'll die of. Uh And uh, he he stone-faced me, Matt. Not even a child. I know, that's not good. (laughs) He stared at me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the old eye, eye doctor, and uh, our our good buddy Jeff Bach, who also had to go to the eye doctor no. last week, uh, said he tried no. he tried something similar, tried to crack jokes with him, and uh, got nothing. Just stoned him also, and so it must be something about being an eye doctor, probably because their lives are so damn boring. <laughs> I mean, exactly. You're staring into eyeballs all day. How exciting can that be? Right. I mean, half their jo- job is done by machine anyway. Yeah. So they're really, they're really just technicians now. And they just, you know, 
25 years of that. They don't get to do anything exciting. They're not real doctors. They don't have medical degrees. You have just pissed you know. off the entire community of optometrists, J-Man. <laughs> so there's not a lot going on there for him. <laughs> anyway, but I did, uh, they did get me, his assistant got me pretty good. I didn't, I didn't know, you know, she takes me in there for the, uh, the pre-test and uh, sit down in the that little stool like- and got the, uh, I know, got the glaucoma test. Now, I didn't know how this worked. She just tells me to, you know, put my chin right there and lean in and, you know, open my eyes and stare. You know, I'm like, at that red dot. says, yep, right at the red dot. And bam! Bam! (laughs) Headshot, man. You know, the old puff of air that it blows into the eye. I had no idea. Oh, I know. They could warn a person. Yeah, they could. But she said she doesn't warn people because they get nervous and they start like, well, is it going to hurt? <laughs> so and anyway. I, liked what you, I liked what you and Jamie said in show prep. It was kind of funny on Jamie's part because you said, and then they did the other eye. And Jamie said, well, you have two eyes. <laughs> That's true. Good point. And I leaned in there with my eyes wide open as if they weren't going to do it again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just like a dog wagging its tail. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, the other real highlight was uh, when when the doctor was in there and he, uh, he was asking me if I was having trouble. And I'm like, well, I'm here, aren't I? But I said, well, I, I failed the... Uh, the vision test on the, the driver's test. And he turns around and, you know, they don't have the big eye chart on the wall anymore. They've got a, an HD screen, a flat screen there. That they oh, use. yeah. Sure. And uh, so he, he gets his little remote and he clicks on that and he brings up this screen. that has got these numbers on it. He says, now to pass the driver's test in Arkansas, you have to read, be able to read that first line. You can't do it. Can you? <laughs> Did he say but it like you that? You can't do too? it. Loser, you can't do it, can you? You suck. God. Surprised he didn't start finger pointing and go, you can't do it, you can't do it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's how that went. Let me get through there. <clears throat> My glasses came in on Saturday. Yes. Yeah. Picked them up. Very sexy. The picture of myself didn't. Took a selfie, you know, like as one does in those situations. Sure. Yeah, as everyone there in, the, can, uh, in the parking lot. Everyone can see your picture too at J Man IWS on Facebook. That's right. Just go there, Facebook.com slash J A Y M A N I W S and you can you can see me there with my glasses on. Yes. In the Walmart parking lot. I was reading uh, license plates. Cause I, what I did, I, I was sitting there. There was nobody parked across from me, but then there were cars, you know, opposite that. So there was a way. Sure. And without the glasses, I, all I could just see was just a little blur, a little blob for the, the license plate. And I put the glasses on, clear as bell. No problem. Amazing Very how excited. that works. Yes. Yeah. 
just just amazing. You didn't know but they're what a little you were weird. Missing, did you, gay man. Do what? You didn't know what you were missing. Oh no, not at all. Uh, and uh, the weird thing about them is, though, because they're corrective lenses, because I got the astigmatisms. Uh, <laughs> when I first put them on, things uh, like standing in my living room, the room felt like it was kind of slanted a little bit. <laughs> and the tabletop looked slanted. Yeah. And he told me this would happen. He said it would. It, this would happen at first until I got used to uh-huh. it. And I felt like I was almost as tall, like my the top of my head was almost touching the ceiling. <laughs> it was really funky. Man. Uh-huh. I was like, you wow. know, I've never done, I've never smoked marijuana, but I bet it's close to this right here. <laughs> well, I was going to say, are these mushroom glasses? <laughs> yeah, a little weird, kind of like binoculars. But, but I can, I can see, I can read road signs now. That's pretty cool. Wow. You know, all these years, all these years, I thought they put up road signs that were, uh, you couldn't read them unless you were right on top of them and they didn't do you any good. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out it was me. (laughs) What the hell, man? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, Jay, man, here's a good thing out of all this. And, um, we're glad you're alive and healthy after this experience, by the way. <laughs> you can go uh-huh. into the bars now. You can go into the bars now, and you got a new line. You can say to the lady, hey, you ever had hot sex with a guy who's astigmatic? <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Look inside him. Now I know. Trust me, I've used it. <laughs> but anyway, I uh I already knew the glasses looked pretty good on me before I posted it on Facebook because the uh the gay guy down at the vision center when I yes. when I got him yesterday told me how good they looked. And you know, they Ooh. gay guys don't lie about these things. No. They can't. I mean he could say, Oh, those look good, but you'd see it on his face going, Ugh. You know, you could tell, you know, if he was lying. Yeah. <laughs> and if they didn't look good, he'd say, those look good, but these are better. So he must have liked them. Yeah. Or he would have gone, oh, okay. Well, all right then. <laughs> Check those out, huh? Mm-hmm. All passive-aggressive, like, as those people are. Yes, they are. So there we go. That was my excitement for the week. I now have I have glasses. He gave me a, a prescription for uh, progressive lenses and one for just uh, the driving glasses. Told me I could whichever one I wanted. Didn't really need the progressive lenses just yet, but I will eventually. He says. Yeah, next time. Rather, yeah. So maybe here the yeah, prescription is good for a year. So maybe you know about this time next year I'll go with get the uh, progressive lenses and I'll have to get used to it all over again. Yeah, once it starts, Jay, man, it goes downhill quickly. Let me tell you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what I hear. Boy, you talk about a chick who's gone from 2020 to barely being able to read anything. Whew. Just hit her like that. Bam! 
Yep. Bam! Exactly. Just like that. Yeah. Yep. Then I'll have to get, oh, God, I'll have to get prescription sunglasses. It never ends, Matt. It never ends. I know. You can always just get the clip-ons for your glasses. Those are always cool. That's what I was going to do yesterday, and they're 15 bucks. Screw what? that. You That's know what I'm going to get? I'm going to go down to that. I'm going to go down to the dollar store, and I'm going to get those great big, huge uh, plastic sunglasses that you just fit over your glasses. <laughs> the old man My wears. mom used to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll put. On. I'll just throw those oh, on and drive down the street. Yep. Make sure you get a pair with windshield wipers, too. That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh-huh. And then I'll just kind of lean back with, you know, just the the left arm at the top of the steering wheel. We'll <laughs> Put your seat all the way in, back. You know. Yeah. Look like I'm sitting in the middle of the front uh-huh. seat. Yep. <laughs> oh, man, you'll be badass. <laughs> in my... Luxury Japanese import. Uh-huh. All right. Oh, you had a visitor this week, too, didn't you? But nothing came of it. Oh, yes. Yes, the uh, crazy computer lady, lady was here yeah. on, uh, on Friday. <sighs> Exhausting, but we made it through. <laughs> She's just appalled at how horribly... Our good, decent, honest Christian president being treated. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. And the way they were, the way they forced Michael Flynn out made America less safe. Matt, I said, are you kidding? I said the day the day he resigned was the first day I, I slept through the whole night. Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> It's, a, it's the inauguration. <laughs> That's the first time I well, felt like least, we might be even remotely remotely safe was when they got rid of uh-huh. him finally. Well, at least she was happy that I was alive, J-Man. Oh, wait, that's not yeah. quite the case, is it? I was just no, lucky well, she didn't to say be that. alive. She, yeah, yeah. She said you were lucky to be alive. Not really. She <laughs> wasn't particularly happy about it, I guess. <laughs> She was trying to explain to me how uh, how things go for illegals in this country. And she's going on and on and on. And I interrupted her and I said, do you know anybody who's here, an illegal immigrant? Have you ever known an illegal immigrant? And she says, no. I said, well, then you don't know how it goes for them, do you? <laughs> well, well. <laughs> I hear things. Yeah, I read things on the internet. Just Somebody like our buddy Luis. Never met a, a black person. Yep. Buddy Luis, who came here Makes sense. illegally, he had ill intent in his heart when we had him on the show. That's right. Why did you come here, Luis? Uh, hunger. 
<laughs> man, there you go. Oh, yeah. See? Horrible. Horrible. Yeah, man snuck into the country, and now he's got uh, security cameras all around his house. Yes, he does. And he's <laughs> making about 22 bucks an hour, too. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> doesn't, uh, doesn't want anybody sneaking onto his property. <laughs> no. Anyway. Good Pepsi right there, Matt. Is it really? I am having yeah, a Milwaukee's Best Light. I just opened one after six cups of coffee. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. <clears throat> so anyway, dealt with the crazy computer lady. Had some Burger King for lunch. <sighs> Burger. Oh God, this was great. You know, why can't people just be normal? Right. You know, what do you want from Burger King? What's the J-Mom wants? She wants a Whopper with everything and fries. Is that hard? No, not at all. Very simple. Easy not enough. Not going to be any big risk. Not going to be right. a big risk, right? Right. All right? I get a Whopper with cheese plain. Again, very, very simple. I put my own mustard and pickle on it because they put half a jar of mustard on theirs, and it's just ridiculous. It just pile it on it. Disgusts me. Anyway. She wanted, she wanted a Whopper oh, Junior. <sighs> With cheese and all of the, the, the vegetables. But she didn't want, she wanted no ketchup, no mayo, no mustard. Boy, I'm exhausted already. And she wanted salt-free fries. <laughs> yeah. God, lady. Hey, put they too much salt right? on their fries. Well, they had a little bit of salt on them, but they were okay, she said. As I told you, Jay, ma'am, when you told me this, <laughs> if she had come to Hardy's back in the days when I was working there, there'd be a chance that there'd be a ton of salt on this. Oh, yeah, those are salt free. Don't worry about it. Well, I tell you what. She goes, <laughs> she said that when she goes, she goes inside, because otherwise they will put salty fries in her in the bag of the drive-thru. <laughs> so she's figured you guys out. <laughs> well, here's the thing: there's so much salt in those fryers to begin with. You're going oh boy. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not exactly. gonna talk about it anymore. I, I told. I, I said, well, they took the, you know, the the fries out of the thing and they dump it down in the the thing where it, you know, where it drains. And I said, it's got salt in it, and the scooper has some salt. She said, oh, it's okay. I know. Mm-hmm. My fries were good, good and salty, baby. Let me tell you. There you go. That's the way it should be. Damn, damn salty, exactly. Salt-free fries. Americans eat too much salt. Mm. Are you going to make it up for everybody? I'm not having salt on your fries. Oh, boy. Yeah, between her salt-free salty. fries and my good and salty fries, you know, we were normal. Yeah, Okay, everybody's fine. <laughs> Speaking of salty, Jay, we got a salty-looking chat room in there right now. We do. We do. That's a good-looking chat room. Oh. 
question in there. In fact, we should just do it. Who is in the IWS chat room? Brought to you by Heavenly Senses. We invite you to discover our line of home fragrances from around the world. Fill your home with our unique and delightful aromas. And make your home a heavenly palace. Visit heavenly-senses.com today. That's right. Experience her heavenly senses, let me tell you. <laughs> focus, focus. Heavenly-senses.com, people. Go there right after the show. Get you some incense, some lavender, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Good for you out here. Excuse me. Anyway, we got a good look, good looking chat room. Got yeah. several guests in there, guests hanging out, just sitting there, sitting there, doing nothing but listening because they can't do nothing because you can't participate in the chat room if you're just a guest. I know. I wish they could, Jay, man. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be great. be a lot more fun, be more interactive, stuff like that. be more fun yeah. for them and us. No, yeah. But, but there's no way they could do it. things go. Yeah. Well, oh, there is a way. There's a way they could do it. Really? They could do it. Yeah, I'll tell you what. They can go and register at blogtalkradio.com. It's free, fast, and easy, just like your hosts. Yes. They so, could probably what the hell? sign in with their Facebook or Twitter account, couldn't they? Go right ahead. <laughs> Perfectly welcome to do that. We'll make it as easy as we can here at the network. We own, by the so, way, because we are number one again today, <laughs> J-Man. Last week's show is number one. <sighs> starting to happen a lot now, being number one and all. Yeah, it's starting to get a little boring. Thanks a lot, Goat yeah, Boy, Jim Brewer. We beat you again. <laughs> yeah, whooped your ass again, Jim. Yeah. Just saying, just saying. Mr. Professional. Funny on SNL, you're not funny here. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, you guys, you uh, you guests, do that, and not only that, but also shout out to all the folks listening all over the world in our vast and diverse worldwide audience, and their iPhones, their iPads, their Androids, what have you. We have a few other. We have Jade as me in the chat room. Jade as me. Somebody's jaded in there, and uh, interesting that we would attract a a person who's jaded to come and listen to this show. Because we're all about happiness and good cheer right here. Exactly. But uh, we welcome Jaded as me, whoever that is, to the show, and we're very glad you're here. And uh, we also welcome. Our senior domestic correspondent, Mr. Bobby Kraft. Yes, we do, and you caught me at a bad place. Where are you, Bobby? There you go. Who is the man bringing the cheese to our land? Bobby. Right on. Who makes us feel better when he whips out his sharp cheddar? 
People have no social graces. I swear. I know. <laughs> That's what happens to Bobby. when you get. That's what happens when you get yeah, glasses, you, Jay. Man, everything yeah. goes up. Well, it's, my, it's my astigmatism acting up. I can't control exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Sitting next to Bobby, having a grand old time as they always do, is our senior foreign correspondent, Mister Guy on your dick. Jai, Matt Man, Guy on your dick here, coming to you live from the RWS Radio chat room, and now I'm tossing it back to you guys in the studio. Yeah, right. <clears throat> and uh, sitting over in the corner, all by herself, separating herself from the group. <laughs> Just listening, just, just listening. Our good friend, Silent Sue CM, is here. This is the CM. This is the CM. This is the CM, baby, where you been, Susie CM. bet she judges everyone while they're in, Probably. in the chat. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Silently. She's just sitting course. there looking at him. Yeah. Shaking yeah. her damn head at him. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> She's especially <laughs> judging the people who don't go to blogtalkradio.com and register since it's free, fast, <laughs> and easy, just like your host. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> she has total disdain for them. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and of course finally but last but not least in the chat room with us our our uh Canadian bureau chief Matt number yeah. 12 number 12 on the scorecard number 1 in your heart oh yeah Jamie Maple Leaf <clears throat> Jamie Maple Leaf Breeze a naked Neat the sheets Jamie Maple Leaf Your syrup Runs So Sweet Beaver's a little sore today Matt was a little rough on the beaver. Well, I'd like to know who this Matt guy is. Yeah, I know. Why was he so rough on the beaver? Exactly. I don't know. Stop doing that, Matt. What? It's not me. Well, I mean, yeah, Matt, whoever the Matt is, stop doing it. Mm-mm-mm. 
Lots of Macs out there. Oh, I know. Too many. I thought there was one, <laughs> but there's not. There should be one. <laughs> yeah, should be against the law. Name your kid Matt anymore. Exactly. Thank you very much. <laughs> Do we have a state sponsor this week, Matt? What? You mean for the witty banter portion of this show? That was the witty banter, wasn't it? It was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We that was that was some good witty banter there. I'll tell you what, Jay, man, we do have a sponsor. Exactly. This week's state sponsor sponsor of the Witty Banner is the state of Tennessee, Jay, man. The Volunteer volunteer State. Yes. Capital, Nashville. Here's the Tennessee. Why don't you just just lay a few of these bad boys? Hang on to your britches, boys and girls. It's time for an IWS Radio Super Happy Fun Fact. As we mentioned, J-Man and ladies and gentlemen, Tennessee is known as the Volunteer State. J-Man, do you know why it's known as the Volunteer State? No. Because Andrew Jackson's army at the Battle of New Orleans was made up primarily of Tennesseans. Yeah. You cannot be serious! I am very serious. Huh. So, that's how they became. They all volunteered. They all volunteered. Well, knowing Andrew Jackson, I bet not all of them <laughs> were volunteers. Yeah, they, they, in air quotes, they volunteered. Uh-huh. Come on, march boy, you're going down. with me. <laughs> to march all the way down to New Orleans. Uh-huh. From Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> Take a little trip along with Colonel Jackson, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> J-Man and ladies and gentlemen, did you know that Tennessee is home to the only person to be both an admiral in the U.S. Navy and a general in the U.S. Army? One Samuel Pohotten Carter. Hi, Columba. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yes, that's General Admiral Surf and Turf, evidently. (laughs) Yes, thank you. I was proud of that little joke I came up with. (laughs) J-Man, in Tennessee, there's a place called Real Foot Lake. And that is the turtle capital of the world. Says who? Says the people at Real Foot Lake. In fact, they have so many different types of turtles. They have sliders, stink pots, mud, and map turtles there. They got them all. I know. Wow. 
That's pretty hot turtle Wait. action there. <laughs> There's a lot of hot turtle action going on there. Casey Jones, who got killed in a train wreck in 1900, he called Jackson, Tennessee home. There you go. Casey Jones. That's Casey Jones, yeah. Yeah. Whoever he is. You're kidding. You've never heard that song, Casey Jones? Yeah, I've heard the song. But, oh boy. I mean, was he really a real person? Oh, yeah. Died in a train wreck, 1900. Oh, okay. Lived in a... <laughs> okay, take your word for it. Oh, boy, karma's going to hit you. Probably by no, a train. No, no, this, is a, this is an educational portion of the show. We wouldn't make shit up. Here's the thing, gay man. You're going to get hit by a train but at least you'll see it coming now. I, I will. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be taking my glasses off and then putting them back on and going, look at that with the glasses on. I can read, you know, it's a, you know, B and O railroad. And with them off, I can't. <laughs> exactly. Hell, you'll be able to see number 1909, B and O number 1909. <laughs> coming right at me. <laughs> Did you know, J-Man, that sometimes, People from Tennessee are referred to as butternuts. <laughs> yeah, I know. I thought it was funny, too, because they wore tan uniforms in the War of Northern Aggression. No. <laughs> and the butternuts. No butternuts. Yeah. Coca-Cola, as you know, is headquartered in Atlanta, Georgia, but the first bottle of Coca-Cola was bottled in 1899 in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Shit just got real. I know. Damn. How about that action? That's pretty hot. J-Man, the city of Murfreesboro, where I've I've been to that city, it is the exact geographical Mm -hmm. point in the state of Tennessee and the home to two Civil War battles, the Battle of Murfreesboro and the second battle, which is called the Battle of Stones River. Get out! I would think they would just named it the Battle of Murfreesboro to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Why you would think so, but they didn't. <laughs> and Jay, man, Corky is in the live studio audience now. I heard it. Chirping at me. Yeah, we are. And Jay, man, uh-huh. one last fun fact about the great state of Tennessee. It is tied with Missouri as the most neighborly state in the Union. How many neighbors does it have? I think eight. Oh, my God! That's a lot of neighbors. That's a lot of neighbors. Yes. That's a lot of neighbors. You know, I knew it. I knew that it meant, you know, 
how many states, neighboring states it had rather than the people being neighborly. Although the people in Tennessee are quite friendly, but in Missouri, well, not so much. No, you got Roy Blunt <laughs> and people like that. So they're not. <laughs> exactly. A lot of Roy Blunt yeah. types in Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> There's a pedophile looking man right there with his permapress hair. <laughs> Uh huh. There's the man who will take to the floor of the House of Representatives, giving a speech, decrying the stimulus package and what an outrage it is, and then 24 hours later be standing at a construction site with a hard hat on <laughs> that is being funded uh-huh. by the stimulus, <laughs> taking yeah. personal credit for it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> So a shout-out to you know, Tennessee of, and a oh, thumbs down to Missouri. That's right. Thumbs up to Tennessee, thumbs down Missouri. Yeah, <laughs> at least this week. But, you, know, uh, <laughs> you know, you think a lot of uh, you think a lot of great music would come out of Tennessee. You know, it would be in Nashville there, but uh, really uh, not so much. Oh, you know, yeah. Most of it's uh, country music folks came from off, you know, like West Virginia and Georgia and Arkansas and Kentucky, whatever. But uh, you know, they had they had a few. They had like people like uh, you know Roy Acuff. Everybody loves him, right? I saw his house yeah. on a boat tour. See, very cool. And then you got your Ernest Tubb. I mean, yep. he's been walking the floor over you all night. So, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, there was just one I could go with. And that is, uh, this is actually a duet that we're going to play here, but uh, one of them is from Tennessee. And uh, a young lady from Tennessee, big fan, big fan, Miss Rita Coolidge. And here she is. Here she is with Chris Christophe. Come and lay down by my side. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, that hair down on me. Exactly. Yeah, not the best singer, but 
Hell of a songwriter. And pretty oh, damn yeah. sexy man himself, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Easy. there it is. There's the state of Tennessee. And I, uh, you know what, uh, you know where I first heard that song, Matt, way back in the day. Where, where's that? Heard it on small town radio station, the local radio. Really? Which one? Huh? K H O Z. They got to play whatever music they wanted, you know. Sure. Local. They right. got to just program the music the way they wanted. Didn't have to just, you know, didn't have to just buy a movie satellite, or music satellite feed. Over the internet or something, a little Muzak. Right. Right. No. Yeah. In fact, it was uh, it was this station right here. Hold on. It was this. K H O Z one hundred two point nine. Just think of us is your personal jukebox with all the country songs. <laughs> all the country songs. Exactly. That's right. I like that. <laughs> Yeah. And you know what uh and you know what they like to do? They like what to do live like remotes. Oh really? Live remotes, Matt. You know, they they'd send their their, their guy out there. They'd send old uptown horn out. <laughs> Actually really? they would send Upton Horn. They would send Upton Horn out. And of course we hired Uptown Horn, his uh his uh great grandson to be part of sure. IWS radio and oh, yeah. last night Uptown Horn was was out there at the uh, Redneckville Drive-In. Really? Yep. So why don't we check in with uh, Uptown Horn? Okay. Good evening, everyone out there in Radio Land. Uptown Horn here for you on IWS Radio. <laughs> the sun is slowly setting over the Boston Mountains to our west. The kids are playing on the swing set. And the intoxicating smell of fresh hot buttered popcorn is enveloping the whole west side of town. That's right, kids, it's movie night at the Redneckville Drive-In. We're located right across the street from the Cottonwood Bowl, and we've already got a long line of cars full of moviegoers arriving. Oh, hey, Sheriff, how you doing? Yeah, Sheriff Buck Foley is here tonight, keeping the peace. Yeah, we got a great double feature with the whole family tonight. First up, it's Dustin Hoffman in Tootsie. And after that, the all-time classic, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, hopefully the kids will be asleep when Fast Times starts, but if they aren't, they'll just enjoy the hell out of Phoebe Cates and Jennifer Jason Lee just like I will. Hey, folks, don't forget to come by the IWS radio table located just outside the concession stand. We're going to be here all night signing autographs, holding contests, giving away prizes. We got koozies, coffee mugs, pens, hats, thongs, all kinds of stuff for you. And, of course, we're raffling off the big prize of the night for only $1 per ticket. You could buy a chance to win a night at the Redneckville Drive-In with Matt Man and J-Man in the official IWS Radio Party Van. Oh, yeah. That'll be a great time, and it's for a good cause, too, because all the proceeds of the sale uh, the tick for Apple tickets are going to go to Redneck. Hey, baby, how you doing? Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, going to Redneckville High School Drama Club. They're hoping to raise enough money so they can put on a new play by writer-director Ricky Bob Crowder. It's a sequel to the play Hair, 
titled The End of the Age of Aquarius. Don't forget next weekend, folks, is Richard Dreyfus night there at the drive-in. Saturday night double feature is The Goodbye Girl, followed by the classic drive-in movie of all time, American Graffiti. Every car gets in for $5, no matter how many people you stuff into your vehicle. Don't forget there's plenty of room in the truck. And as always, IWS Radio will be here to enjoy the night with you. So on behalf of our sponsors, the Rocket Restaurant, B&W Markets 1 and 2, Coast to Coast Hardware Store, and Harold's Bakery, this has been Uptown Horn for IWS Radio, sending it back to the guys in the studio. Now, back to good, wholesome, politically correct entertainment. Oops, wrong station. This is IWS Radio. All right. Now, uh, J-Man, the uh, night in the van, are those raffle tickets uh, just for 18 and older, I hope? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Must be 18. Okay. Actually, just to be careful, uh, must be 25. Let's just go with 25. Yeah. <clears throat> Either that or make sure it's your mom that fills it out. There you go. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, buy a rifle ticket for a, a night for your mom. With yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <clears throat> Man, I'm gonna go to that the Richard Dreyfus double flick. There you go, man. Great actor. Who wouldn't? <laughs> Moon over Parador. Goodbye, girl. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Girl. Goodbye, girl. out Oh yeah, stakeout. Rosie O'Donnell. Richard Dreyfus. That's all I need to hear. No, goodbye, girl. Marsha Mason. Oh, yeah. Marsha Mason, yeah. Yeah, who played the little kid in Goodbye, Girl? You remember that? I don't. She grew up to be a, a, a real actress. Or did, and she, turn, she turned into one of those, you know, sad child actor drug addicts? Probably. We'll go with that. In the meantime, J-Man, I'll wake this dude up. The music is atrocious. The lyrics are weak. Time for Jay and Matt's picks for worst song for the week. Hey! 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 Yeah. Now, Quinn Cummings was the... Uh, the, the Quinn Cummings. Like Marsha Mason's good, daughter. Yeah. Yeah, she was also in the TV show Family. She was in the TV show Family, if you remember that show. Christy McNichol. Yeah, what a depressing series that was. That oh god, I hated that show. (laughs) Especially the mother. He was always just Um, God. That was the saddest woman on earth. I felt so bad for her. God, what an awful show. If we ever do a show about the saddest TV shows ever, it was fucking family. <laughs> oh my god! <clears throat> oh. Yeah. 
anyway, if you're wondering, Quinn Cummings is now 49 years old, and uh, she has written a book about homeschooling, so I really don't need to know any more about her. <laughs> good. Uh, we're, we're good with her. We're down with Quinn. Oh, my God. I can't believe you but mentioned anyway, the TV lift our family. Spirit. You ruined my day, J-Man. <laughs> well, let's lift, our, lift everyone's spirits with a little... Uh, with a little music here. Start out with some good music. What do you say, Matt? Oh, you want to do good, good music? No, start with the bad. No, no, start with the bad. We'll close. We'll close on the happy. That's good. You're right. Okay. Start with the bad. You want me to go first? Keep it. Or you want to go first? Yeah, you go first. You go first. Okay. One of the worst songs ever <laughs> recorded, and it was a big hit. But man, it sucks. Once you've heard high fidelity reproduction, you'll be hard to satisfy with anything less. Calling for their reunion, reuniting. No, with they weren't. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Ugh. I tell you, for my bad song, originally I was going to go with Toby Keith in that song. How do you like me now? Uh-huh. Where he's basically, you know, going back to his whole high school chick who turned yeah. him down in high school and talking about how he's a big country music star and all that crap. But nobody cares about Toby Keith anymore. No. So. Instead, <clears throat> I went with uh, a more current superstar by the name of Lana Del Rey. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, back when, <clears throat> when I was in college in Fayetteville, there was a radio station there, KKEG, the keg, your hot rock and flamethrower. Yeah. And they used to run this sto- uh, station ID where they would say, here at KKEG, we won't play Mariah Carey music, but we do her. That's kind of the way we are about Lana Del Rey. And so here's Lana Del Rey with radio. Not even they can stop me now. Oh, God. Why I've been raised from the dead 
really good, Jay, man. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I, I mean Big really thing. good in a bad yeah. way. <laughs> it's a good choice for bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Big Glenn and Del Rey fan. Nice. And we have a caller, Jay, man. Anyway. But, uh, caller, you show up as 111. If you like to talk on the air, you have to hit one. So. That's right. Because BTR doesn't know. And while we wait for that, yeah, yeah, BTR oh. won't tell you that, but that's that's what you have to do. Yeah. 111, you're with Stupid. Hey, Stupid, how's it going? Ah, it's Long on. time no talk to, fellas. Nobody calls me to yeah. say hi. Wonder how I'm doing. Nobody. <clears throat> Nobody at all. Who the hell is it's this? Your, it's your old favorite brown <laughs> beauty. I know who it is. I was, I know. I was teasing you. One of you we like here. We tease here. It's okay. I can take it. <clears throat> okay. Well, One Brown you like... Beasley, you're about to hear some good music. J-Man, ladies and gentlemen. All right. You ready for yeah? Here's, yeah, here's some, some good, good music. music from north of the border, and it's all about the radio. Oh. Okay, they're all right. That was okay. Oh, yeah, boy. We lost our call. We lost our caller. Oh, very unfortunate. I guess that is that a uh, commentary on on the band Triumph, also from our caller. It could be. It could be. Yeah. Because you know, if he did just hung around just for a minute longer, he would have heard uh, some more good music from an American band. <laughs> yeah. Out of Portland, Oregon. Real Americans. Oh. Reminded us that back in the day, before we had the internet and music streaming services and stuff like that, we had to just sit there with the radio on waiting for the song we wanted to hear. So maybe we could record it on our jam boxes. And we could <laughs> do it while listening to AM radio.
Right. Oh. A little Everclear there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you remember those days, Matt? Sitting there in the I room do. With the radio on, having to sit through the commercials and the the junk, the garbage music. Yeah. For your song to come on. Yeah. It was rough. It was. I'll tell you what was not <laughs> rough. J-Man, I'll tell you what was not rough. It was in the simpler times, J-Man. Back in the 60s and, well, actually, 1960. Uh-huh. Especially, when, especially when you lived in Buffalo, New York. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because when you lived in Buffalo, New York, back in 1960, you had the dulcet tones of one Dick Biondi. The big weather's here! On WKBW! Okay, here it is, direct from Action Central and the nice cold hands of Rudy Poangeli, the weather for Buffalo and vicinity. Colder with snow flurries or brief snow squalls likely tonight. Low zero to five above, changeable skies, chance of more snow flurries, and cold tomorrow. High 15 to 20. Hey, I want to take a moment here, too, on WKBW to thank Rustamus Syracuse, who was making fun of me again today, and he's got no room to talk, him and his nippers and all those garbage can covers and everything that he talks about. You can hear Russ every day at 10 o'clock in the morning, and that's where he belongs. And now, number 12 this week in Buffalo, Brooke Batten and Dinah Washington. Well, now it takes more than a robin to make the weather go... <laughs> Dick Biondi, ladies and gentlemen. Dick Biondi, went on that's the... right. Yep, went, went from Buffalo, shuffled off from Buffalo to uh, WLS. In shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chicago. And, of course, that's the station I listened to. No, I didn't live in Chicago. There was a time in America when AM stations could blast their signal out across this country. Yeah, when the lights went down, the AM stations blasted. Yeah. Yeah, FM stations, a lot of them would go off the air around 6 p.m. Those AM stations would crank up the transmitter. At KARN in Little Rock, it could be heard all the way to Jacksonville, Florida. 500,000 watts throughout the South. And WLS blasted their signal out through the Midwest and the, uh, we call it the, uh, what, 
Chris Matthews calls the soft South, Kentucky, Arkansas, Tennessee. Yeah. You know, the northern, southern. I think you picked that up. And, of course, we had KHOZ, AM, and FM here. And on the AM side was 900. So we had to wait till they went off the air at night, which they went off at 6 p.m. And then we could pick up WLS there, 900. <clears throat> at the time, I don't know where they are on the dial now. And every night I would go to bed and I would turn on my radio in there in the dark alone. And I would listen to WLS because I wanted to hear this. Upon the major metropolitan city in the Midwest, the boy in the box to his eye. Cautiously enters Uala, and good evening, boogie checkers, and a good evening to you. Is this a functional unit? Once again, boogie checkers broadcast what follows has nothing to do with anyone's reality. Most of all, me, John Landegger, host and creator of the Boogie Checker Life, who's not quite as mean as he seems as during this segment. WLS boogie check. Check my boogie. I am getting a boogular vibration from you. Yes, I am. Uh, your boogular vibration registers about nine. Yeah. The boogie uh-huh. check of life on WLS yeah. Radio. Uh-huh. John Records Landecker, one of the great yeah. voices in radio history. And, yes. And father of uh, actress Amy Landecker. Hm. I'll be good to help. Any of you folks out there watch Transparent on Showtime? She's uh, on that show. As you know, um, you could assume right away that I didn't know who she was. No, I didn't think you would. Actually, (laughs) I saw her at, uh, uh, let's see, was it like the Golden Globes or something like that? I'm going, eh, Amy Landecker. And she's talking about, you know, being from Chicago. And I went, well, that's weird. Maybe I should look that up. And sure enough. And you did. Her dad. I looked it up, and her dad was John Records Landecker. <laughs> the uh, inventor of the boogie check of life. <laughs> and I haven't coughed on the air for, an, for a month, J-Man. You just made me cough on the air. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but it was cool because that was all we re- that was our only real chance to listen to real music. Because uh here uh in Redneckville all we had was redneck music at K two Z. Very unfortunate. Oh, the country hits. And, uh, <laughs> and this was before uh Hits ninety six showed up. Sure. So K H O Z. And uh we could also pick up uh, uh, 101.1, the Radio Ranch, out of Springfield. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I know, right? Uh-huh. But in the mornings, in the mornings I would, uh, and it was tough to get it because, you know, this was before we had the digital uh, radio dials. So you had the little knob, and you had to just, you know, fine-tune it. It was really hard to get the sure. exact station. Yeah, so, but I could pick up. Uh, 104.3 out of Little Rock, KKYK, and Crazy Craig O'Neill in the morning. 
and he would he would call people like he called uh, like uh, he called the governor, and he was you know doing his Arnold impression, which wasn't a very good impression, and the governor knew who it was immediately, <clears throat> and was not impressed. Of course, nah. yeah, that was Jim Guy Tucker. Yeah. I mean, Jim. Oh my God, Jim Guy Tucker. I forgot about him. You're not, not going to impress Jim Guy Tucker very often, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know who was impressive oh, anyway, though, yeah. back in his back in his day, J Man. Who? Slider's grandfather, Hardy Ballscock, who passed away. Great radio family, those Ballscocks. Yeah. Oh my God. Hardy Ballscock was born in 1924 and at the age of 30 was already covering the World Series, J-Man. Impressive. Yeah. Hey, Hardy, we miss you. Show us your wares. Good day to you sports fans. Hardy Ballscock here, live outside of Cleveland Stadium (laughs) for Game 4 of the 1954 World Series. The large ones of New York are up three games to nil on the Redmen of Cleveland, but Chief Walleye is currently doing a war dance in hopes of keeping Bob Lemon's arm from going sour and preventing the say-what kid Willie Hayes from reaching the base paths and scoring during the seventh inning stretch. Team skippers Leon Durisher and Al Topaz have just met with the referee to exchange sign-up cards. So this game is just about to get underway along the banks of Lake Cuyahoga. So for now, this is Hardy Ballscock, white-knuckled with excitement and turning a goose egg into a crooked number. But for more great WBNS radio with Scooter and Cecil, please remain <laughs> where you are. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Excellent. Uh, which one of us is Scooter and which one? Well, I don't know. Uh, back in oh. the day, that was 1954. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that's good stuff. Back there, oh, you yeah. see where, uh, where you see where Slider got his talent. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, the old the old man had a fastball. He could he could deliver it. Yeah. Now we know now we know why his nickname was Knuckles. Knuckles Ballscock. <laughs> uh huh. <clears throat> We had a. Uh, well, I was going to say a slider ballscock type. He's really more of a Les Nessman type. Doing radio here on KHOZ. That's <laughs> yeah, a good old Upton Upton Horn, who we mentioned earlier. His grandson uh-huh. Uptown Horn now now working for IWS. Yeah, old Upton. <laughs> he was something else. He would get in there in the morning. He would uh, he would read the news out of the newspaper. And so, you know, how they would, you know, it would be, you know, you'd be reading a story about the city council, and then it would say, see city, city council on page 4A, and then you'd hear, 
<laughs> from doing that until he could find it yeah. again. Yeah, that he was. They appointed a new committee, and he he's looking at the picture in the paper, and he say, "Members of the committee are left to right." But, you know, there's something endearing about that, you know, that kind of uh, radio that you just don't have anymore. Yeah. I know. It's a shame. We used to have WIZE and WBLY. We had Smiling Bob. And anyone, if you went onto my Facebook page, and anyone my uh-huh. age or older, if you mentioned Smiling Bob, they would know who it was because he had a morning show, and any kid that called in, he would give him a name, and he'd call him his Hinky Dinks, which I thought was a little creepy. But <laughs> in retrospect, <laughs> maybe that wasn't such a good idea. <laughs> well, no, he never got he never got convicted of anything, Jay Man. So, so okay, well then, we're we're not going to impugn his his uh, memory. No, not at all. Yeah, and we also had a guy, Mark Williams was his name. He was on KHOZ in the early mornings from 6 a.m. to 8, and then he was on the a.m. side. And in the early mornings, he played uh, old-time country. And uh, we'd always have to tune in early on snow days to see if they canceled school. And he would read off the school closings. And he would start playing a song. Maybe some Ernest Tubb, maybe some Tennessee Ernie Ford, you know, something like that. Ooh, nice voice. Little Patsy Cline. Ernie. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. And uh, maybe Bob Wills and his Texas Playboys, you know, the good stuff. Sure. And uh, he would interrupt the song if somebody called in to cancel. He was like, you know, play, it'd be playing, you know, Faded Love would be playing all of a sudden. He was like, Bergman, Berg, closed at Bergman. Bergman schools are closed. <laughs> And then go back and let the, let the song play. And then somebody would complain, would call in and complain that he was interrupting the song. So he'd interrupt the next song. He'd say, this is a public service. This radio station is here to serve the public. <laughs> We're not here just to entertain. <laughs> People need to know if their school is closed. You're I'm not waiting right. for the end of a song. <laughs> you know who else? Always now. provided a a public service, J-Man? Who? Who? WWS out of Pittsburgh, PA. Mm-hmm. Bet they did. Because sometimes when you're laying in your bed alone at night, mm-hmm. you get and scared. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Oh, God. And you get scared, and, well, <laughs> they're there for you. So take it away, WWSW. Those are sounds in the night when the owl takes flight in the old dog days at the moon. When the stars shine bright in the pale moonlight, we'll be playing new records soon. Four hours a day. Oh, the sun is in the night when the owl takes flight, and the 
On the air to service you 24 hours a day. Yeah, that's kind of hot right there. Yeah, it is. It was kind of a big deal when radio stations started going 24 hours, even the small town stations. I know. I remember when, when, when KHLZ went to 24 hours, people were like, that's crazy. Ain't nobody going to be listening. 2 a.m., people are asleep. You'd be surprised how many people are out there. All night long. Uh, I would do it. I love the radio. Mhm. I listened to talk radio too when it started becoming big. I especially loved late night talk radio. I listened to Larry King. You know. Yeah. The kings of late night talk radio. I'm sure. It was awesome. And, uh, and speaking I of talk radio, uh, talk radio. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, uh, one time I told you I talked to Tom Snyder on his show. Yeah. Back in the early God, 90s. Tom Snyder. Mm-hmm. God. Tom Snyder, man. Awesome on both radio and TV. Yep. One of my one of my favorites of all time. I was watching Tom Snyder videos on YouTube earlier or this week. Yeah. A lot of them on there. Tomorrow show. I watched the one where Iggy Pop was on his show, 1981. There you go. Yeah. And that time he had uh, Charles Manson on. That was wild. Merle Haggard walked out on him. That was cool. Got up and <laughs> walked out. Yeah, well, that'll happen. As Merle Haggard would do. I mean, yeah, the whole Merle. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, speaking of uh, of talk radio, talk radio lost uh, one of their uh, – Kind of, all right, one of the greats. You know, he's gone now. He he passed away this week, so we'll call him one of the greats, Alan Cohn. Okay, yeah. Uh, passed, passed away this week. He was long-time talk radio guy on WNBC yep. in New York, and then he did a national show, and he had this thing called uh, Radio Graffiti at the end of the show where people call up, and you get one minute, say whatever, or one line, one sentence. Say whatever you want to say in one sentence. And uh, he... He started that at WNBC, and he was the, the last person, the last uh, show on WNBC when it went off the air. And this is part of how his final show went. Hi, Alan. Hi. I'd like to say NBC goodbye. There'll never be another one like you. That's right. Thank you very much. The NBC. 66 years and no blacks or Puerto Ricans at the final <laughs> gathering. You suck out. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's good to know. It's good to know that I we haven't lost it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this wouldn't be a regular Alan Combs show without without a call like that. <laughs> Here it comes. Yep. And that's pretty much how it went for the next, uh, you know, 25 years. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you what, Jay, man, it did, because I used to listen to him at the beer mine because he'd be on Fox News Radio at night, 6 to 9. Oh, God, people would just uh-huh. call him up and just give him shit. <laughs> yeah. Don't know how much they hated but they were listening. Oh, yeah. yeah. But one thing that one thing that all of us radio guys know is that uh, even if they tell us we suck, our answer is thanks for listening. 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and by the way, Matt, day, you know, here's a little, oh, a little trivia ahead. for you real quick here. Alan Combs' um, last show on WNBC went off the air at 11.59 p.m., and you know what came on the air at 12 a.m. Eastern on that same uh, frequency? Oh, God, what? WFAN, home of Imus in the morning. Oh, shit. There you go. There's a little trivia for you. And J-Man, and ladies and gentlemen, we have listened. We have, (laughs) I'm sorry, we've gotten to the bottom of the last half hour. So you know what that means. Something important is about to happen. And we're going to start it right now. It's time for the good, the bad, and the subsea. Yeah. Now, let's see. I believe you went first last week, but you can go first if you wanted to again. It's fine with me. It doesn't matter. No, go ahead, J-Man. Oh, yeah. i tell you what. I have another another Canadian, Canadian pro- product here. Oh, and boy. once again, the label is not centered on the bottle. <laughs> what is wrong with those people? I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is with, with Canadians, <clears throat> but I have a bottle, and it's a small one, of apple-flavored rich and rare Canadian whiskey. <laughs> and, and this is – actually, we have to blame this on folks in Kentucky because it's bottled by the Surzac Company in Frankfort, Kentucky. So you got <laughs> Canadian whiskey being bottled in Kentucky. And uh, let me get that open. All right. <clears throat> and uh, that, oh wow, that does smell like apple. <laughs> let me tell you, and whiskey. It uh, smells like apple ski, apple whiskey, or wapple. I like apple ski. We'll go with that. Sure. It is. Uh, let me see here. It is. Thirty-five percent alcohol, seventy percent proof, seventy proof. Ooh! And uh, here we go. Well, <laughs> it's got a bit of a a kick to it. <laughs> a little aftertaste. It does taste kind of appleish. You can definitely taste the apple and the the uh, caramel coloring to make it brown. Otherwise, I guess it would have been clear. Hmm. But uh, it's not bad. Lips are burning just a little bit. <clears throat> Burns on the old back of the throat. Afterwards. Oh, nice. You know, a, little af- a little aftertaste. It's not bad. It's not awful. Not bad. This will kick your ass, though, at 35% alcohol. Hmm. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. That was worth, you know, buck nineteen or whatever it was. Dollar nine, I think. Yes. I think I can I could be a human flamethrower already after that. 
Now, what you got for us, Matt? Well, I'll tell you what, J-Man. You know, we're um, celebrating vintage radio. So it was only fitting, Uh I thought, that I should have a vintage beer. And I haven't had one of these, even though we somewhat sell them in the beer mine. And I have a little musical introduction as to what I'll be drinking today. So stand by. What do you have? Fab's Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Fab's Blue Ribbon. When a waitress glides up to your place with a pretty smile upon her face, here's the way to really romance her. Give her that Fab's Blue Ribbon answer. What do you have? Fab's Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Fab's Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Fab's Blue Ribbon. Fab's Blue Ribbon beer. Smoother, smoother, smoother flavors. Best in sparkle, million flavors. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor. Fab's Blue Finest beer served anywhere. Prove it yourself. Make the three-way experts test. One, see the clear color. Look at the creamy head. Two, sniff that fragrant blue ribbon blend. Three, taste the flavor the whole world knows. And you'll agree, finest beer served anywhere. What do you have? Pap's Blue Ribbon. Goodness. Yeah. And and yes, I'm and yes, I'm twelve years old. I laughed when he said creamy head. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't laugh as loud as Schmoop did. But anyway, Damon. <laughs> there we go. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Cranked it open. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> tastes like beer. Yeah, it ta- it does. It tastes like beer. Yeah. All so right. These people cruising on their blue ribbon since 1893, and yeah, they're all right. Yeah. 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 Owned by owned by Vladimir Putin now. Ah, yeah. No, I'll tell you what though, it's out of date because I looked at it October 24th, 2016, and. On the bottom of the can, we don't sell a lot of paps at the beer mine. <laughs> don't have a lot of hipsters coming through, do you? No, we don't. <laughs> uh, but even a, even a few months out of date, it's not does, bad. Does does beer actually go bad? Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're you're in the industry. I don't know these things, so, so I'm asking you. Oh God, yes, it does. <clears throat> but no, that's not too bad. Hmm. All right then. A little Pabst Blue Ribbon, a little rich and rare. Yeah. I don't know how rare this stuff really is. I see it everywhere. I don't think it's all that rare, but it is rich. That's rich and rare. I guess so once a again, we let people down because we, rich. we didn't hate hate the product. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see what we can do. That's two weeks in a row that I've had some Canadian whiskey. So I know. <sighs> I think that's enough Canada for a while. I'll be honest with you. God, it's more than enough Canada. 
<laughs> Unless Canada wanted to call in at two eight nine or six six one two four four nine eight five two. Oh, sure, Canada can always call me. That's the number. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and she has her hands up, Jay, man. What do you know? 289, eight, two eight, you're stupid. What's wrong with a little Canada? Nothing. Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. You just about said my phone number on air, and you would have been paying for a number change, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I know. I caught myself. <laughs> it's okay. Nobody's nobody's listening, other than the thousands exactly. and thousands of people all around the world. Other than that, don't worry. Exactly. Just throwing out a phone, somebody's private phone number on the number one comedy show on Block Talk Radio. I know. Then something crazy like that. And ladies and gentlemen. Saying, It'd be, it'd be like me start. saying, you know, just you know, after the show, call me up at eight eight seven zero six eight eight two nine zero six. Crazy. Or me at nine three seven three two four one seven nine eight. Oh my gosh, you guys are nuts. Whew, that's pretty good. That's not bad. <laughs> it's getting better, is it? Nice, right, you go. It on, is. Yeah. It is getting better, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's up, Jamie? What's I happening? Nothing much. Just hanging around, waiting for the Oscars to start tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Who are you rooting for to win? I don't know. I haven't really seen any of the movies, to be honest, so I don't know. So you're really just into but, the cleavage that's coming down the Red carpet. Oh, sure. <laughs> yes, of course. You're just, Have you you're just waiting for the hotties. Yeah. And they're tight dresses. <laughs> Do you watch the red carpet stuff? No. Jay does, no. I bet. No. Um, well, no, but, uh, you know, people tweet. Yeah. You know, oh, my God. Oh my God! Look what Brie Larson is wearing! Oh my God! I'm like, who the hell's Brie Larson? <laughs> <clears throat> look what Taranja P. Henson is wearing! Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, sometimes I watch the red carpet stuff, but I like the show. I'll probably like uh, watch some of it and then record the rest of it and go to bed and watch it in the night. Got to watch it before people like Jay spoil it for me. Well, yeah, I'm going to. Oh. I don't know. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Only there's no alert. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, Jamie, is there, Jamie, is there any uh, radio station you listened to growing up? Yeah, there was, but I can't remember them. Isn't that funny? Not really. Not not since I was a little while. No, you actually kind of the segment, but other than that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't remember. I remember growing up and there were stations where you could call in and and, uh, um, 
dedicate music to people and people would call in and dedicate yeah. music to like their girlfriends or boyfriends or mostly yeah. boyfriends because it was girls that did, usually did called you, in. Did you ever dedicate a song to anyone, Jamie? No, I was too shy to call in. What? Yeah. Oh. How about you, Matt? Did you ever dedicate a song to anyone? Yeah, um, actually, in oh god, fifth or sixth grade, I called in the <laughs> WIZE and dedicated a song to Teresa Lish, and the DJ was Dave Bailey. Oh my god, how do you remember this what stuff? Was the song? What was the song? Oh yeah, Puppy I Love. Think it was I, I can't remember. <laughs> Although, Jamie, we have it on good record that um, you did call into a station in the hammer, and you requested a song because you said this about this guy. Oh, man. Make me cream my jeans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Why do you got to play that? <laughs> because it's funny. <laughs> oh boy Yeah I don't remember too much I mean radio was big You know I remember uh, Listening to it all the time And that well, I have uh, a lot of memories of my mom Listening to uh, I think Larry King In the summer times She would sit out in the backyard late at night And listen to to him and, uh, but that's exactly how you listen to Larry King, sitting alone in the backyard. <laughs> Why not? <clears throat> yeah, I never called in uh, and dedicated a song. I wanted to, but I, you know, I couldn't work up the nerve to do it. I was gonna, I was gonna dedicate uh, Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. Can't take my eyes off you to someone, but uh. never could do it. I was gonna. What I thought about doing was calling in and doing an anonymous dedication to anonymous. You know, <laughs> totally keep it to myself. <laughs> I did win a contest. Oh, you did? Yeah. One time. That was, yeah, they they used to do contests. They were giving away. Uh, it was uh, Alabama, the album Mountain Music, 1982, I think. And uh, they a little trivia question. You know, I love trivia. Oh. And and you had the first caller who could answer the trivia question would win the album. And so I got in there, and this is, you know, rotary dial time, you know. <laughs> and, of course, the number was 741-1029. Get it? That's uh-huh. crazy. And so I, I dialed the 741-102, and I've got my finger in the nine. And he asked the name of the son-in-law on All in the Family. <laughs> yeah, baby. First caller, he answers the phone. I said, it's Michael Stivic, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a winner. All right. I took down my information, went down there to Ashley Music. <clears throat> yeah, I won an Alabama album. <laughs> Do you still have it, K-Man? No, no, I don't still have it. Actually, I gave it to my sister. Oh, you did? Oh. Yeah. Did you autograph well, it? Well, I mean, I, you know, 
Uh, the graphic, yes. <laughs> I recorded because I was in, I was under the uh, cassettes cassette player that by that time. So I I recorded a little mountain music. Gonna play me some mountain music. I want anyway. tickets to a Nemi Lou Harris concert. Oh wow. Did you go? No. Well, here's the thing. They called me at like 7.30 in the morning because it was the morning show. Hey, Matt Mahoney's the winner. And they called (laughs) me and told me. And No, I gave them to a friend of uh, Party Marty's. Oh, you did? Yeah. Why didn't you go? Well, Mark Knopfler wasn't with her. I don't want to go see Emmy Lou by herself. Oh. Mm-hmm. Huh? I'd like to see Emmy Lou by herself any time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> she could just come on over and give me a private concert. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, at least those seats were sitting empty, though. No, we're not going to grow up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Probably just as well. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, that the was my. The glasses uh, only my make radio. him look more mature, Jamie. They don't <laughs> <Exactly>. make him <laughs> more <all> mature. <laughs> there are some fine-looking yeah. glasses, I gotta say. Oh yeah. Yeah, they look pretty good. Nope. Now I noticed <laughs> you were in the passenger seat in that photo. No, 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 no. I was in the driver's seat. Really? The seatbelt was on the opposite side. Oh, my God. Seatbelt on. I wasn't driving. God, the like seatbelt was on the left Why side. Why do you have to do this, side? Jamie? Why do you have to nitpick all the time? <laughs> I just thought maybe he wasn't able to drive yet. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, my, oh. my license is valid. But actually, it it expires on March 7th, but under Arkansas law, I have 31-day grace period. Oh. <clears throat> so I'm good to in, well into April Perfect. on that driver's license. So there's no rush here at all. And you'll pass that eye test flying colors now. Whoa, it does look like I gotta tell you though, Matt, I'm looking at the picture right now, and she's right. It does look like I'm in the passenger seat. Oh God! What are you apologist for Jamie? <laughs> but no, I'm telling you, folks. Facebook.com/slash/jaymanwis. If you, what happens is that the the Instagram thing uh, flips the picture, so it looks like yeah, I, oh, yeah, I didn't realize yeah. that. I thought, well, no, maybe you're you absolutely right. It looks like that. Oh, boy. Holy cow. Yeah. See, Matt? So, well, no, after. yeah, that means my... Glasses, Jamie? If, you, if you look at it, oh, you look boy. at it and you think my left eye is actually my right eye. So it's the right eye in the picture that is afflicted with the stigmatism. Oh, boy. <laughs> I really didn't get, get that deep into it. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
like to get reprimanded. <laughs> hey, I have breaking news, Matt. Oh. 
Donald Trump on Twitter a few moments ago. Russia talk is fake news, all caps, put out by the (laughs) Dems and played up by the media, comma, in order to mask the big election defeat and the illegal leaks, exclamation point. God, he's an idiot. (laughs) Oh, my God. Speaking of the idiot, are you guys going to watch the presidential address on Tuesday? Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Unless there's some uh, exciting NBA action on somewhere. But uh, yeah, I'll probably turn it on. It could, it, there's just no telling. He's gonna get up there and say, "No telling what kind of claims he'll make." <laughs> that we need him to let us know, you know, what horrible terrorist attack might have happened the night before that we didn't hear about in, I don't know, Morocco or uh, <laughs> you know, Monte Carlo Malawi. or wherever it is he makes up it. Yeah. You know, what happened last night in it's terrible. And everybody's going, What happened in Lithuania? <laughs> <laughs> He's also announced that he will not be attending the White House correspondence dinner. Yes, Who? I know that's very unfortunate. Who's that? Trump. Trump. Oh, that's crazy. I know. Honestly, well, what's funny is he, tweet, he tweeted that he wouldn't be going, and the first like six replies were like, "You're a pussy, <laughs> you're a coward." <laughs> well, here's the thing: he's not funny. No, he's no. not funny. I was, no, I would, I, I think that they, you know, they now have the opportunity to just go ahead and have Obama stand in for him. Ah, uh-huh. uh, he's funny. Yeah. He'll and Obama will get the. Uh, Daily Show and uh, Colbert writers to uh, write some good <laughs> funny jokes for him again. Exactly. Because, you know, who's going to write funny jokes for, for Donald Trump? No Greg Gutfeld. Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> she is and, and freaking Conway. hilarious. Andrew Dice yeah. Clay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Chachi. Yeah, Chachi could write some jokes for him. Scott Baio, he could he could write some funny jokes. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, we are down to uh, three and a half minutes here. Oh, Jayman. You got to play your song because you know you told me you were waiting for this. Right. I've. Uh, I can't, we're doing something a little different here to close things out, and I wanted to make sure it got played <laughs> before we hit the two-hour mark. This is uh, this 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 show closed. Instead of just finding uh, you know relevant music to play, I decided that we're going to close the show out just exactly like old-time radio, local radio stations used to. So here we go. <laughs> Good night, ladies and gentlemen. This ends IWS Radio's broadcast day. We invite you to join us again next Sunday at 12 noon Eastern for another round of hilarious IWS action. Or anytime you like at IWSradio.com. Thank you for listening.
And now, please rise for the singing of our national anthem, performed tonight by IWS Recording Star and International Singing Sensation, Buddy Acapella. Oh, hey, hey, can you see by the dawn's early light? Can you believe what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleam? Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight. Oh, the ramparts we watched were so gallantly Bye, Jamie. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening.